We back with another episode Man We got the queen The queen MC right now Zoe the poet What's going on Zoe? What's good? What's good everybody? What's going on? It's Zoe the poet <laughs> How you feeling? Happy to be here I'm happy to be here man I'm, I'm blessed I'm, I'm feeling blessed And highly favored right now Hey that's lit You out here man You, you about to drop soon Definitely are <laughs> <laughs> I get crazy on my day. Man, we see you out here. How how does it feel, man? Man, to be dropping like it feels surreal almost the fact that, you know what I'm saying? My EP finna drop on Monday. Um, and a lot of people don't really know like I I I uh been working on this drum for like a while even before I got with it for so, like Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that it's it's coming out Finally, it's, it's great. Man, you deserve a round of applause. You put in the thank work. You, thank you. I, I've seen it firsthand. You know, it's remarkable, crazy to see someone come up with these words, these these rhymes, to rip these niggas' heads off, to let people know they here. Mm-hmm. Crazy. How, how did you even start rapping or, you know, start to make music? I mean, I've been I've been doing music pretty much all my life. I kind of was born into it, I guess you could say. Um, before I could walk, I could sing, like I always say. So you but, can rap and I mean, sing? I can sing. <laughs> and y'all gonna hear a little bit of that on the EP. Okay. Um, and I did kind of do a little bit of that in Up in Deep Creek when we did the collab um, tape. I just, I just didn't, I mean, do it on some of the tapes that like made it to the cut. Right. But um, we put out Butterflies. Um, as a, as a like little single, a little raw single, and I did some background vocal on that. Fire. You can kind of hear me, but on this EP, definitely y'all can hear me. But um, yeah, I sing, man. Um, I actually started singing before I started rapping. I was a singer, just wow. flat out. Uh, my, my my father's side of the family is actually really musically inclined. My uncle is DJ Trigotti. He's like a really known producer uh, in the local area, as well as you know he's done music for all types of people, like Lil Pump, Dirt, Ant, Glizzy, all of them. So, Fire. um, he's been doing music since I before I could remember. So, I kind of came into that, and I was actually signed to my family's label, um, Grindhouse Media, and I'm I'm still a part, you know, that's my family regardless. Right. But that was like my first producer, and. It was like always a thing with my family to kind of like play beats when we're all around each other and like everybody just freestyle. Like even my family members that really don't rap, like everyone would just freestyle. And one day I just felt the urge. I was like probably like 14 and I just felt the urge to just freestyle. I wasn't the greatest at it, but like my uncle just was like, hey, you should really do this because like you have a really good voice. Like your flow is ridiculous. Right. And I was 14. So I was like, man, I'll try it. From there, it just took off. Most definitely. And that turned into battle rapping, right? 
Cause yeah, I, I saw I mean, that video. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, did not I, know. I, I did. I did. I did music. I was still doing music, and I like I I took on the whole rapping thing before battle rapping. Like I just started like um releasing freestyles on Instagram when I was in high school. My senior year of high school, I just started um releasing freestyles on Instagram. Like every other week, I just like record a video and put it. And this is back when Instagram only had like one one like fifty seconds. 60 second videos that you could post. Right. So like I do a quick 60 second freestyle. Um, so this is back in like 2014 um, when I graduated high school. And then um, I got connected with people down here that actually battle rap. And um, I was kind of with like a battle rap crew, but I was, I kind of helped one. I kind of helped build my crew basically. Like I already knew a couple of people that did battle rap and then we kind of just came together because it's not a lot of battle rap groups or people that do battle rapping from the city. So um, we kind of did that. I kind of helped like that build up. Um, And then one day, um, Baz Bunny, I had already been following her on Instagram. She had like put out this post saying that she was looking for girls to do. um, You said who? Baz Baz Bunny, the owner of uh, Queen of the Rain. Okay. Yeah. She, she, I followed her already on Instagram. She put out um, some stuff that she was looking for girls to come and do um, what's called sparring sessions. Mm. And uh, I just like, fuck it. She was like, submit your video. I submitted it. She hit me back immediately. Like, I, I submitted one over, I was freestyling over a beat. She hit me back immediately and was like, hey, um, I want to hear you acapella because, you know, battle rapping is acapella. She was like, you dope. I just need to hear you acapella. And I sent her one back acapella as if I was battling somebody. And she immediately responded like, yeah, I want you on a sparring session. It's this date put me on the flyer and yeah next thing you know like a couple weeks later i was in new york doing a sparring session sheesh that, that's yeah. that's a tough position to be in battle rapping in new york too yeah that's not easy it was in the it was in the bronx zoo so i i'm not in no way shape or form didn't know nothing about where i was at other than like things i've seen on tv that's a different but, culture yeah, it's definitely a different culture, but they embraced me. Like, and it was actually another girl from like the area, where she's from Maryland. But the, uh, one of the girls I battled, um, she was she was from Maryland too. So it was like once I got there, it kind of felt like you know I didn't feel like out of place. I wasn't the only person that wasn't from New York. Mm. But yeah, it was it was a dope experience, man. I battled. It was supposed to be eight or ten of us, and like it was supposed to be an ongoing like like a. Uh, bracket type of thing so you battle one person whoever wins moves to the next bracket type of thing but right. all the girls didn't show up so it ended up only being three of us originally me um queen vixen who i battled shout, shout out, out to queen her. cleveland ohio yeah she's dope um and then the other girl that i battled from up here can't remember her name right now um and then i battled robin rock um that's from texas right and she she um, actually wasn't a part of the sparring session at first. She, she, she got like crap up on it. They called her out of nowhere because it was literally only three of us, right. and it was really not going to be a, a sparring session if it was only three of us. Just to even it so, out. Yeah, just to even out. They called her up, but so she kind of had some throwaways that she used for the girls, but she really was killing shit until she got to me, and it was like, <laughs> it was, it was. I ain't gonna say it like that. Like it was, it was, it was a, it was a debated battle for sure. Cause like, but. It was like my first, my first jump with Queen Vixen. I won that, but it was also like she kind of shook me a little bit. Mm. You could tell I was y'all nervous. It was my first time, so it was like each time I battled, I got better. I guess 
So by the time I got to Robin Rhymes, it was like, oh, I was ready to take the belt pretty right. much. So it was like a fight. I ain't going to say I just swept her, but she didn't have a lot of, she didn't have a lot of uh, bars for me for real. Cause mm-hmm. she had, you know what I'm saying? We just throw away. So, but it was a dope experience. That was my first battle. After that, I battled again in New York for a different sparring session, probably like uh, a year and a half later. Um, but that never came out. Um, and like a lot of the footage, actually, they, they didn't release from that joint. But um, that was cool, though. They still fuck with me. They they kept on, you know, putting me on. Flyers and something was fucking with me. But a lot of girls had backed out. Like, I don't know if it was like they were scared a little bit or whatever. I don't know. But some of my opponents had backed out. And then, of course, I was a fool. So... Right. I really ain't had time anyway. But once I kind of finished school, I kind of came back here, did a couple more battles in the area. Right. There are a lot of good DMV, DC, Battle League. Shout out to OSBL um, and shout out to Don't Know Rap League. Like all of those people, like the people I battled on their leagues and they actually, you know what I'm saying, was fucking with me. So shout That's out to them. Dope. You got your like feet all in music, so I'm proud yeah, of you. Yeah, pretty much. Thank you. <laughs> now let's let's. Do you want to jump into the album, or do you want to, you know, build up to it? I mean, let's talk about we can it. Jump it. Let's we can talk, talk about, about it. it. We can talk about it. Let's talk about the album, so the the upcoming EP. Right. Hey, tell them about it. All right. So uh, yeah, my my EP is dropping um, March twenty eighth. So that's Monday. Um, so we two days away from the release. Um, and it's exciting. Three ninety five is the name of it. Uh, it is an abbreviation. It stands for Four Righteous Ears Elevate. Wow. Um, and ninety five being the year I was born. So it was kind of like <laughs> it was kind of like a play on words a little bit because you know people say like like the best things in life are free and oh yeah I got this for free free ninety nine like right. so I kind of used to hear people say that stuff a lot. And like the songs are kind of like their message songs. Um, the the mood of the entire thing is like a history lesson. So I kind of am trying to teach people stuff, especially our people stuff um, from, from some of these songs. And I'm just you know kind of I'm talking my shit too, but it's definitely like I make messages music, man. I definitely I have always had something to say when I get behind the mic. So as you should like always that. have. Yeah, yeah. So it was definitely like that. So righteous ears elevate nine five is coming out. March 28th, Monday, it's going to be dope. It's five songs and um, produced by my good, good friend, Duan Crooks, who you know well as well. We went up there with him uh, and did the collab tape with him. Um, so it's dope, man. And I just can't, I, I can't wait for everybody to hear it. The rollout has been crazy. People have been anticipating it. And my label, you know what I'm saying, District 301, shout out to them. They really, really backing me with this. So, shout out to the district. Um, yeah, for sure. So tell me about your writing process on this. Where was it? Was it easy? Was it difficult? Because I I've been in the studio with Juan, and I know how difficult it can be. Because mm-hmm. Juan will make a beat mm-hmm. just for you to you know talk your yeah. talk, you know talk that talk, and then sometimes <laughs> Juan will make a beat to make people think. You know, so tell me about the right. the process. Uh, well, I'm I'm a little different than most people because like. First and foremost, like I said, I've been doing music all my life. So, like, I've always been in that studio mode, I guess, where, like, with my uncle, it, it, it would be, like, a thing where I would come over the house. And my uncle, like, at one point, my my family built a studio in their living room. Mm. So, like, like from the ground up, like, 
knocked the wall out, real in a real studio. Like it looked like a studio. You would like studio compound right. or something like. They invested really in themselves. Like they built that shit themselves. So, and this is when I'm like ten. You know what I'm saying? So I'm young. This is when I first started really getting into music, recording it. My first songs ever put on wax, singing or rapping was in that studio. Right. So, um, like I always would get into this mindset where I come, and my 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 uncle would always have beats just ready, and he'd play beats, and I just write. Like I'll just go, and my pen would just go, and then once I was done with one song, I get in and record it. I do another. Like I've always been a record two songs a day type of girl right. or or I can record shit a whole album if I you know if I really can lock in mm. which is why the lock in that we did with District 301 was dope and it was kind of like it brought me back to my roots cuz that's what I'm used to definitely like so I'm I'm a I'm a writing five minutes type of girl I ain't trying to brag like I said I ain't the best at you know what I'm saying coming off the top like up with up but I, I just love pen and pad like ooh, so I love that, when I can ooh. feel it that that brings me into my next question. So, how important um, is your pen? My pen is everything, man. Like I, I really, truly, I write in like my notepad and my phone sometimes. But I really like to feel what I'm writing. Like I really like to see it. It's a much easier for me to flow with it. You know what I'm saying? So my pen is everything, man. Like I honestly love to write. Seriously, I write poetry. I write stories. Like I'm not just which is thus my name, Denzel the poet. Like I don't just do music, like, so my pen is everything, man. It means a lot to me. Because you know some people are going to ask, is she actually a poet? Or I is am. she just saying I that? <laughs> I am not. I, the name, can, you know, came because I do poetry. I have, uh, before I went to college, I used to do poetry at open mic night. I had busboys and poets a lot. And um, so I kind of got into that culture when I was, like, in high school going into college. Right. Um, and then I did like over mic nights and spoken words in Richmond when I went to college. So, you know, people know me for poetry as well as they know me for rapping, battle rapping, singing, whatever. Right. But yeah, that's where the name came from. I really am a poet, y'all. I really do. <laughs> I really do write poetry. Like I ain't just name myself that. Like I really do write poetry. I get it. So mm-hmm. you were basically groomed in music, basically yeah. groomed in the studio. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So tell me, was. for for the upcoming, you know, the artists, the rappers, whatever you want to be called, tell me how uh-huh. important it is to, you know, take the progress seriously. Man, I it's it's extremely important um, because everybody's story is different. Like everybody's chapter is different. Um, I, I definitely would say number one thing is just, just to never compare yourself to anybody like even if you are doing something that's similar to another person because I ain't the first like female MC I'm not the first message message music type of artist like that's I'm this is a lane that was already created before I got here however I stick to me and that's why things work for me so I would say never compare yourself to nobody the progress of being an artist is so important like I ain't gonna say everybody, everybody don't have to do it my way. Like, I was groomed in the music because I was raised in it. And then on top of that, like, I went to school for it and honed my craft. So, like, everybody's different. But that, I feel like that is what makes me an all around versatile artist. It's the fact that I really opened the book to what music is. Like, I didn't just, you know what I'm saying, jump into it and listen to a beat one day and say, oh, I could, you know, because anybody can rhyme, especially if you got rhythm. Right. But, Everybody can't 
fit. Everybody can't flow. Everybody can't make music like this. So mm-hmm. it's like, I just feel like the progress is different for everybody. But whatever your path is, like, stay on that, bro. Because if you switch up and don't switch up. I had people tell me I should change my name. I had people tell me I shouldn't rap about the things I should, I rap about and I should start sounding like, you know what I'm saying, some of these other female artists that's out here that rap about something a little different. Mm. And that's cool for them, but that's not who I am. So sticking to who I am is what got me where I am today and what's going to continue to get me where I am. So did that, stick, to your, stick to your path. Did that those comments of people trying to, you know, deter you from what you really wanted to do or, you know, your name, and did those things affect you? Um, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to say that criticism doesn't hurt. Right. I would be remiss to say that criticism doesn't hurt, but that's the point. Like, the whole factor in being an artist is you got to have tough skin, bro. Like, in this industry, you have to um, be able to take criticism or be critiqued because sometimes, you know, everybody ain't hating. Sometimes people is really being real with you. Like, my uncle, working with producers like Juan or, or, or like my uncle, um, like, you know what I'm saying, Tree, those people make me, you know what I'm saying, be a better artist. Like, I can deal with anything that anybody throw at me just because when I go in the booth with them, there's no bullshit. Like, there's no, Facts. you know what I'm saying, if if I'm fucking up, I'm fucking up. And they gonna mm. tell me I'm fucking up, you know what I'm saying? If if I'm off a little bit, off beat, off key, you know what I'm saying? If I, if I don't sound like myself, if the you know what I'm saying? The beat not fit me, whatever it is. They're going to be honest and let me know. That's, I fuck with producers who do shit like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Anybody that I've recorded with, for the most part, that's what they do. So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's why I keep those type of producers in my life, engineers in my life, as well as people around me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody who's going to be honest. My label, everybody who's on that is very honest with me. Um, You know what I'm saying? They take, they take my music as serious as I do. Right. And that's important. You know what I'm saying? To have those type of people around you my team take my music very serious as well as my family you know what i'm saying so it's it's, it's all about the people you got around you um, whether you'll be able to take whether you'll be able to take criticism or not most definitely now for free 95 what can we expect can we any features what can we expect so from free 95 you can just expect to get realness raw shit it's completely raw it's unfiltered um, so you'll hear everything from my real like vocal to to the real passion of what I put in the song. Right. Um, cause that's that's just what I wanted. Like for my first EP, I I put out a mixtape before, but this is like my first EP where I'm on original beats. Um, it's my everything is me like completely. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just wanted my 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 audience, my Zo tribe to feel that. Like you feel me. I wanted them to really feel who I am as an artist. Right. So with Free 95, that's what you're going to get. The real, raw, uncut Zoda Poet. Um, you're going to feel that message. Some songs are going to make you feel like a pimp. <laughs> some songs <laughs> some songs is going to make you, you know what I'm saying, want to groove a little bit. Some songs are going to make you, you know what I'm saying, appreciate the loved ones and the people around you, appreciate the skin you in. And that's just, you know what I'm saying, what it is. And some songs are just going to make you, like, Bob your head crazy, like that's mm. what it is, um, and that's all you can, all anybody can expect from me in the future. Like we're working on my album next, and you know, shit is shit is gonna get crazy, man. With that, that's a whole nother. I can't even talk about that, but <laughs> um, yeah, like just keep expecting that from me, because like I said um, in the documentary, like just expect passion and fire from me, because that's all I bring. 
Most definitely. What 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 keeps you inspired? What keeps you going? Um, definitely my grandfathers are two big parts of my inspiration. Um, I I had two of my most important like men in my life kind of like leave my life really early. Both of them kind of died within the same time within like almost the same year time when I was like getting out of high school yet. So right. my, like my senior year of high school pretty much, but they were both, um, people who always fueled my fire when it came to music. They always supported everything I did. And, um, they were the reasons why, you know what I'm saying? I was so confident as well as talented. Right. Um, so those two men are the people I, before anyone that I carry with me, like as my inspiration, because, if it wasn't for them, like, I wouldn't really be as passionate as I am about anything, especially not music. Right. Um, you know, my mother is another one who is very inspirational because she's, like, superhuman almost. Like, I know a lot of people say that about their mother, but, like, I really had a mom who really, truly did everything that she possibly could do to make sure, like, I was okay. So, and my siblings were okay. And she's always called me, like, her risk-taker child. She never... She was always, always said, like, she was always scared to take risks. Wow. But, like, That's she, huge. like, kind of lived. Yeah, she lived vicariously through me because I never stopped. Like, I never quit. I never say, nah, that's too much for me. And she always supports that. So, what, I would say that's those are my inspiration. What do you think gave you that, you know, that confidence to be the risk taker of the family? Um, just, just, I don't know. Like, just honestly... Hmm. Just not having fear, like growing up without fear. Right. That's just pretty much it. Did Did your grandfathers ever hear you rap? Yeah, they 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 definitely did. How How did they feel about it? Um. Well, one of them. One of them. One of them kind of like, he was a part. I mean, one of them is, is my grandfather on my father's side. And he was like the main component in pretty much music for me. Right. So, you know, um, he was definitely a big inspiration. He definitely heard me rap. Um, and, of course, you know, he didn't get to see it full play now but you know because he passed away my senior year but he definitely heard me rap beforehand and so he definitely um inspired me to keep going and then my my mother's father same thing like she he heard me rap um he heard me sing so they both knew how passionate i was about music definitely who who inspired you you know rap wise um (laughs) I got a couple of people that I am inspired by rap wise. I'll definitely say Lauren Hill. I knew that. One of my most yeah inspirational um, mothers of music, pretty much that I I like to call it. Um, people like her, Queen Latifah, Eve, um, Lil Kim. Um, hmm. Rhapsody. I even say Nikki, like Ooh. Rhapsody for sure. Yeah. I almost forgot about her. Rhapsody for sure, and Nikki. I'll, I'll definitely say that. You know what I'm saying, like. If it ain't, if nothing else, Nikki is definitely like a icon. Get yeah, facts. 
they you know so, they try to drag her you know on the internet but come on right right it ain't happening yeah definitely so. we, we gotta support our queens we have to support our queens but so who who would you want if if you had a chance to um to feature somebody or not even to feature to get somebody on your song who would who would you want to be a feature yeah are we just are we talking about celebrities? It don't like, matter. I mean, I got a couple features on the way from my my niggas that I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? But if I had to like aspire to have a feature like that, it would just blow my mind. I mean, Jay Z is definitely somebody I would want to have as a feature, right? A hundred percent. Like that would that would murder everything for me. Like that would just be everything. Wayne is another person. Okay. Um, he would probably I, I, I would have to bring my A game with him but with anybody Wayne is known to yeah because Wayne is known to kill people <laughs> on their own song you know what I'm saying right so, but but I would want them you know what I'm saying because they would make me better artists um, it's a couple of people man like especially the women that I just said uh, not even rapper wise like singers too R&B singers I would it's a couple of people I would want to work with Kendrick Lamar is another person that I, I've always wanted to work with. Right. So, yeah, those those type of people. Okay. Cool. Man, you you out here, so the reason why I wanted you to you know say that is so you could put that out in the world. You never know who listening, and you may never know who may reach out for a verse. Right. Right. So so look, I want you to answer this question. It's going to be kind of weird, but I want you to answer it the best way you can. What rap, okay. lyri- what rap lyrics made you laugh the first time you heard it? What rap lyrics made me laugh the first time I heard it? it <laughs> all right, I'll give you one. What, what was okay. um, Bro Off, <laughs> Off Young Money? What was that? Uh-huh. Uh, what was that, Gutta Gutta? Mm-hmm. When he was like, grocery bag? Oh yeah, I gotta gotta speak with her under. Yeah, that whole little gotta gotta verse off of that rock is probably hilarious. Right. Um, Wayne said some funny shit too. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like damn, I'm, I ain't gonna say it's probably a milli. Yeah, on a milli. Like they say, I'm rapping like Big J and Tupac, Andre three thousand. Where it's Erica Badu at? I probably <laughs> said that shit not funny. But it was like, I ain't realized that's what the fuck he said. Mm. Like, I listened again. And it was like, oh, he really was. That's why he said Erica Badu and Aunt, like Andre 3000 because they was fucking with each other. Like, mm. I never, I ain't never know that shit until I got older and listened to it again. I was like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Bro. All right, be honest. I'll definitely say that. <laughs> How long did it take you to uh, to realize that? Be honest. I was, I was an adult. Like, I was definitely <laughs> an adult when I figured that shit out. When I figured that shit out, I was an adult. Man, that's crazy. All right, now we're going to get into the top five. We're going to end it with the top five. Dead or alive. You ready? I'm definitely ready. All right, go ahead. Top five alive. Top five alive? Mm. I'll say... Sheesh! That shit is hard, bro. Um, I want to say... Um, I'll say at my bottom, probably only because, like, you know what I'm saying? 
I'll only put her at the bottom because I got some hitters. Like, I got some real, like, hitters above her. So Rhapsody is always going to be in my top five. Okay. Um, just because I fuck with her, like, heavy. And I think that she's really underrated as a female MC artist. Not even just a, a female. Just like, as MC, an MC. As an artist. Mm-hmm. As an MC, period. She's really underrated. So, But she's always going to be on my top five. So Rhapsody, uh, number four. Ooh, this hard. <laughs> number four, man. We did this at the at um the lake lake house. I, I did, and I'm trying not to have the same people, but it's like, man, I'll probably say number four. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit, even though like this ain't this ain't it, but a lot, okay, a lot. Thirteen thousand will be my number four. He's definitely like different. His his differentness, his flow, um, just his uniqueness and authenticness all all around. That's you said who? The reason why I would say that. Could you hear me? Yeah, you said who? Andre 3000. Okay, three stacks. So that would be my number four. Three stacks would be my number four. Number three? Yep. And this is crazy. Um, number three, alive, alive, alive. Um, Kendrick, I'll do Kendrick. Okay. Um, Kendrick is definitely that. a lyricist all around. Um, just completely talented, like raw talent. So I'll definitely say Kendrick. Um, number two, Wayne. Okay. Gotta give it to Weezy. And then number one, I'm sorry, but Jay Z is not gonna be my number yeah, one. For already sure. Jay Z is not alive, so that's not gonna be my number one. Uh did Passed on rappers. Top five passed on rappers. All right. Top five passed on. All right. So Ooh. Pass on, pass on. Huh. I'll say at the bottom it's probably gonna be only because like I don't I just don't want to be like typical. Mm. I'll probably say at the bottom is gonna be Biggie only because I'm like, I'm not gonna act like you know what I'm saying. Right. Um. I, I'm just gonna put him at the top just because like nah it would probably be Biggie at the at number five for me. Number four I could put Pac above him only. Be, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. A lot of a lot of Pac's music is a little bit more relatable for me. Right. I'll say, um, and Pac did a little bit more message music than Biggie, so I would definitely say Pac before Biggie, just for those reasons alone. But both of them are, are the kings, like to be honest, for real. So they got to be on my top five. Um, number three, Left Eye Man, um, Lisa Lopez, Left Eye. Very underrated. Lisa Left Eye Lopez, very underrated. Very underrated. A tongue twisting female MC rapper, like she, and honestly, if she was still alive, like a lot of this that we hear now, like people, we would be able to really connect with where people are, are inspired from. Like right. a lot of people don't really say that they're inspired by her, but I, I can tell, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I definitely would have her at my three. Number two, this is hard, bro. <laughs> Number I two, uh, You know what? I'm going to switch it. Number five, I'm going to, instead of Biggie, I'm going to put Pimp C at my number five. Um, that's because very, Pimp C is dope as hell. But that's I'll very honorable. Is, yeah, I'll definitely say Biggie is a little bit more, like, I would fuck with him a little bit more. But Pimp C, like, man, he kind of put, he's like the face of, like, Texas, Texas rapping. Like, him, Bun B, like, those type of people are, like, the face of those. So Could you I imagine that? 
Could you imagine yeah. a, a Biggie and Pimp C track? Yeah, for sure. Like, that's crazy. So I would definitely say them too. Um, so Biggie could be at my number two. And number one. Wow. This is crazy. <laughs> number one. Uh, I got to switch it again. I'm going to put Pac <laughs> in my number one. Mm. And my number four, I'm going to put, damn, this is hard. Mm. Who is this? It's hard because I want to say Big Pun. Mm. But you can do honorable mention. Okay. Okay. Because like, like, I really, I really want to do. Big pun, but I, I, I'll say I, okay. So I'll honorable mention big pun. I'll okay. honorable mention big pun, and capital C's would be at my number four. Ooh. Um, yeah, a lot of people really don't know about capital C's, man. man. But he was he was a dope MC. They don't. Like, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. You could so also that's, that's say Big L. You could say yeah. um Nip. You could say Mac Miller. Oh yeah. Damn. Like, I forgot um, about that. I remember him too, like for sure. It's a it's a lot of people, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But you know Prodigy. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. A lot of people forget about him too. Man. But, you know, it is what it is. I just appreciate you for giving me the time and, and letting of my course, audience know who you are. Right, right. You know, and I, I pray that you continue to keep doing what you're doing. You're progressing. You're not only progressing, but you helping the people that don't know, you know, about you to grow with you. You know, so well, I, I, de- I definitely sure. appreciate you for coming on. And man, free ninety five is on the way. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So, so proud much, of you. I, I've seen your work ethic, and I know that this album is that's coming. It's gonna be one of the, the greatest albums to come out this year. So oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You already definitely, know. We definitely hope for we definitely hope for, you know, three ninety five to take off and and people to be really fucking with it. Um, like I said, it's, it's raw, it's uncut. It's just unfiltered, like it's it's the real me, hundred percent and I put a lot into it. So I definitely hope that people can feel that when they listen to it. It's gonna be streaming everywhere. March twenty eighth. That's Monday, y'all. It's coming Monday. Monday. Keep it, keep a, keep it locked. My pre save is. Um, I posted it. I'm gonna put the link in my bio. This is there. One has it in their bio. Yeah. Um, if y'all want to pre save it for Spotify, um, or iTunes, it's gonna be on Apple Music and iHeartRadio as well. Cool. Um, so tell people you your handles. Go. Give people your handles. Oh yeah, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Zodapoet. That's Z O C H E P O E T. It's no spaces completely like that um twitter's coming soon man i lost my twitter like a couple like maybe like a year ago so we rebuilt my twitter but you can definitely hit me up on ig um at zotapoet that's z-o-t-h-e-p-o-e-t and and yeah um my management email is in um, my bio and of course y'all can always hit up the shit one my label is you know what i'm saying if anything for anything you know what I'm, saying? I'm available and i'm open to everyone features whatever 
anybody want to want to try to do interviews, anything like that. And I, I, especially my people from the area, I feel like people from the DMV like don't really work with each other at all. For we got we got to do a lot. We got to yeah. bridge that gap. Yeah, we definitely got to bridge that gap. So yeah. I'm with it. I just want everybody to know that I'm with it all. Just just, just hit me up, hit my management team up, whatever y'all got to do, and we'll get it done, man. Most definitely. I appreciate you, Zoe. No problem, no problem. Appreciate you for having me. Thank you for having me. Most definitely. Zoe, you want to leave anybody, well, the people with any encouraging words? Man, just keep doing what you're doing. Like, stay true to yourself, be real to yourself. Because if you ain't real to yourself, like, don't tell nobody else to be real to you. Um, just really, really stick with it. If you got any goals or any any lifelong passions that you so, like, you're burning this fire in you, but you got people telling you you can't do it or uh, you're rapping and people telling you to change the name or people telling you to rap a certain way. Do what you like to do, bro. Because at the end of the day, if I would have listened to people telling me to change my name or don't rap like this, rap like that, I probably wouldn't be who I am today. So definitely stay true and be real with yourself 100% and everything else will flourish. Most definitely. I appreciate you, Zofa, coming on. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. No problem. But like I say each and every week, man, know who you are, love who you are, and keep going no matter what. No matter what, stay focused on what you have in front of you. Guide yourself, keep praying, build a plan, write it down, and attack it each and every day. This is Cruise Control.